Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, you all didn't know the old me. That for 40 years, Darren, I was a kamikaze. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. How about that? I've ridden steers, jumped off cliffs, been shot and been shot at, and I survived it all. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All set up to chat with you people today. It's hour two of the RP Show, and we're having ourselves a fantastic day. Game day, Oilers, Avs tonight, game one of the Stanley Cup Western Conference Final. We've got so much to get into. Uh, let's bring him in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose Dupont, where there is a CFL preseason game tonight as well. Rough Riders home to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. 6.30 Mountain on TSN. I looked at Moose, 8.30 Eastern. So I won't be hanging into the end of that one, but I'll tune in to see a little bit of it. Hey, don't want to put you on the spot, but did you catch much of the end of hour one? Because there's a lot of things I want to get into with you, sir, here to open hour two. Hit me. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, folks. (laughs) When I open up the 902 text line and I go, it's because there's so many texts that I can't get to all of them. And as you know, it slips off my screen and I I can't get to them all, which is a good problem to have, as they say. But let's start here. The New York Rangers... Win in Game 7 at Carolina. Not favored to do so, Darren. 6-2, they win Game 7, and they move on to face Tampa Bay in game in, well, the Eastern Final. It begins uh, Wednesday, New York. Gentleman from Medicine Hat wrote in and said, there must be a huge sigh of relief from the NHL office that the Rangers won that and move on to the Final Four. Do you believe that's the case? That the NHL headquarters, and I think it's 2212 Avenue of the Americas, downtown Manhattan, was happy that the Rangers beat Carolina. Yes, absolutely. When, when I say happy, yes. Um, sigh of relief, no, not a chance. I think they'd be happy if Carolina won. But I think they look at it and think, this is going to be really great for a huge market in our society I, in, and in their league. I think it's great. And you know what? That's okay. I mean, the National Hockey League is a business too, right? It's okay that... You know, you can be excited about a big market being in the Final Four and grabbing the attention of New York, especially with the Knicks not being relevant. Now, the Yankees are very good, and so they're going to capture a lot of attention. But, you know, if New York can go cup crazy, as they used to say, that's a good thing for hockey. It doesn't mean you, you know, would be disappointed if Carolina won, but uh, you can be happy that New York's in there. Okay. I see that there is a debate raging in the chat for those that are watching on YouTube about women's clothing from the Rod Peterson shop. And Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, zip ups are better. I can't wear bunny hugs to work. What do you mean? The Four Seasons doesn't let you wear a bunny hug? What? That's a hooded sweatshirt, as my mom would call it. Um, My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, when you get hoodies... Where did it go? 
Oh, there's again too many comments. A good problem to have, Moose. I think she said when you get hoodies with zipper front, I want one or two. You've updated the shop, the store. Things are humming there. Do you want to tell folks what's uh, what we got popping in the Rod Peterson store? Things are moving. We have a extremely, and I mean extremely, limited supply of hats in our store. We haven't had hats, hats in the in the RP shop. We've never had them in the shop yet. Uh, hats. So this is a first time limited supply. So get them while they last. Uh, they're at rodpetersonshop.com. Zip up um, hoodies. So zip up hoodies. That's great. That's on our list uh, to add to. So uh, I appreciate chim people chiming in with that. Well, what's funny, though, is that you stocked the store with clothes that I would wear. And I don't own, I don't think, one zip up hoodie. Because I just don't wear That's them. Right. But maybe we should, maybe we should get them. Um, regarding leagues wanting certain teams to advance in the playoffs, Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says the small market mentality excuse has been alive and well in the NBA small markets, Salt Lake City, for years. And it is baloney. Win this series and move on. That from Darren in Salt Lake City, where he is. Um, Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, I'm a proud owner of an RP mug and an RP t-shirt. I recommend them both. Yes, they're very good quality stuff. Um, before I move on to ticket prices, which is like a favorite hot button. If we're ever having a slow day, I found out, Moose, let's talk about ticket prices on the RP show and <laughs> watch the viewership go nuts. But when you and I and Clark and Jordan and everybody were running the Sim League and with Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, who's probably watching right now. When we were running that, and for those that don't know, during the pandemic and the wiped out CFL season, we ran a computer simulated Canadian Football League season and we ran video games and then we had viewer, uh, viewers vote on the game of the week and we'd broadcast the game of the week, which routinely ended up being Saskatchewan Rough Riders games. And oh my gosh, did we have fun. <laughs> so much fun. We are just talking about that the other day, right? We said we'd never do it again. Because it was so much work, but it was so much fun. But when we got through the playoffs and we were putting the great, well, the great cup was in Saskatchewan. We were just like, please be Saskatchewan. Please be Saskatchewan. Please be Saskatchewan. We were the commissioners of the league. We had a, fantic, a fictitious com commissioner who we called Andy Rambrosi. And boy, was that guy busy with handing out supplementary discipline all season long. Commissioner Andy Rambrosi. But I'm thinking if we in a sim league were praying for certain teams to make the Grey Cup, then real leagues must pray for certain teams to make the championship. So come on. Don't you think? I know. Thing is, though, when you get into the National Hockey League, they're all at big markets, but you're right. Like, you've just struck this juicy new contract with ESPN and TNT, and you're going to tell me Columbus is going to be in the Stanley Cup. That's what they want, you know? So nobody will tune in, and not to slight Columbus, a lot of good people there, and I love that team, but um, the Rangers are a massive market, huge. You know, the only thing better would be if on the other side it was the LA Kings. That would have been the gold mine for TNT and ESPN. For sure. I'm smiling because I'm reading the viewer comments. BW and Edmonton in the chat says, could Salt Lake City support the Coyotes as a temporary location? Hashtag squirrel moment. I think we've got a new hashtag today. 
I'm a squirrel, Darren's a squirrel, we're all squirrels, we're a family of squirrel, squirrels around here. And he likes Bingo! that. They're going to Houston. They're going to Houston if they're going anywhere. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, Florida, the land of the Speedo. Florida's actual literal translation is land of flowers. And by the way, there was a gentleman in the hot tub in the Estevan Rec Center that was wearing a Speedo, and it was disturbing. You know what I'm talking about, Darren, because you were there with me. This guy got out of the hot tub. All he did, we got into the hot tub, and he stared at me for 30 minutes straight. And then he got out of the hot tub, and he was wearing the tightest Speedo you maybe have ever seen. It was unnerving. <laughs> it, was, it must have been new because um, it was pretty flashy, eh? Darren, I didn't look long enough. <laughs> I didn't look long enough to see how new the Speedo was on this guy. <clears throat> I'm getting uncomfortable right now. Um, moving on. Mark and Melfort, where they do the Melfort Shuffle. He says, look at the ticket prices for the Oilers playoff home games. Tickets starting at $500 and up. And please remind me before we break here to get into my sports update because it kind of pertains to this. But I thank you, Mark and Melford, for the, diver for the diversion. The segue, if you will. If, you're, if you missed an hour ago, I said I was looking at ticket prices for Tampa Bay, New York Rangers because I thought I'd buy a ticket and go. We'd buy tickets and go. And... 250 starting price for Tampa Bay. And I'm like, nope. 250 to 1500 And then, but I saw the orders ones because it was going around on Twitter. $3,000 $3, for one ticket. And I'm sorry. I'm middle class, but I got some upper class friends. Even they, I don't think, would spend $3,000 a ticket to go. I'm not joking. Like I, my point is, I don't think I know anybody that would spend that money to go. Although, maybe you never really know people. I wouldn't spend it. But I said it there, and that's why I have money in the bank. I'm not an idiot when it comes to things like this. And I didn't think that I could probably get media accreditation for the Tampa Bay Lightning for the conference final. My God, some of these teams have been, you're lucky to get in, Rod. And they're right. They're, they're right. But I guess my point... Yeah, go ahead. You have a point, and then I'll move on from can, there. Can you imagine spending three grand on a ticket, and then your team loses two nothing in some tight defensive battle where there's nothing to cheer about, anyways? Like, it would be the worst. Now, if you spend three grand, here's the thing: if you spend three grand and your team won an epic OT thriller, and it was the wildest night, you probably feel pretty good about it. But I mean. You don't want to spend that money unless you know you're going to have that great experience. And you can't. You can never predict how it's going to go. And, and that's one game. That's, that's insane. I'm smiling because people are texting me during the show, and uh, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's 111 Eastern, by the way. Ring the bell, Pansy. It's a hockey guy who will go unnamed, and he really liked my term, unnerving. And uh, what hasn't changed here, for, <laughs> you wouldn't have liked seeing that guy in a Speedo. It was very unnerving and stressful. But my phone continues to go off. Well, it was another hockey guy last night 
who watched our show after the Rangers Carolina game. He PVR'd our show, then watched afterwards and wanted to give me his thoughts on the program and our and our. Uh, Yes, my cousin Chris, for one person. Yes, $3,000 for one person. I don't care how much you love hockey. That's ridiculous. Which, let me stay on track here for a second. Guys, can you put the camera on me? That'll let Darren check his phone. Here's your sports update. The Ottawa Blackjacks traveled to face the Montreal Alliance tonight in search of their first victory in the fourth season of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. The Blackjacks are 0-1 following a 90-87 home loss to the Fraser Valley Bandits last week. The Montreal Alliance are 1-1 coming off their first ever victory in their home opener against the Scarborough Shooting Stars 80-70 on May 29th in front of a sellout Verdun Auditorium. Or is it Verdun? The Guelph Nighthawks host the Niagara River Lions tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, at the Sleeman Center in Guelph. As both teams enter this game coming off a win, Niagara sits at 1-1, Guelph 1-0. The River Lions beat the Edmonton Stingers 86-74 in their only other game. Canada's Leila Fernandez was defeated by Martina Travazin in Italy in the of Italy in the quarterfinals of the French Open this morning. Travazin won the match 6-2, 6-7. 6-3. Connor McDavid's orders and Nathan McKinnon's avalanche open the NHL's Western Conference final tonight in Denver. Edmonton returns to the third round for the first time since 2006. Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday in the Queen City for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Okay. Bring it back to me, guys, if you can. A uh, couple things, uh, Darren, and unless Darren's logged out, but Jay Woodcroft, I noticed, has joined a pretty select group of Edmonton Oilers coaches that I just came up off the top of my head to have coached the team to the Western Conference Final. Glenn Slats Sather, John Muckler, Craig McTavish, and now Jay Woodcroft. How about that? But reading those Canadian Elite Basketball League games tonight, Darren, I wonder if they're getting traction because I literally don't have an opinion on anything anymore because I just, I, I'm out of touch. That's why I'm down here. Um, I said, you know, if you recall, during Super Bowl week, I said, we need to make Canadian sporting events must attend. And I just got destroyed by the Canadian media and a lot of fr uh, fans. Let's just repeat that. I said, we need to make Canadian sporting events must attend. I got obliterated in Canada. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to stay in Florida <laughs> and come to Alberta on business and do the show there. But I just, I'm out. Point being, the Canadian Elite Basketball League, you can get into those games for 20 bucks. Uh, Centennial Cup, $12.50 per ticket if you bought a ticket package. They filled the place. They made it must-attend. That's what I was getting at. I don't know. It's like whenever I say anything, they just want to destroy me. So I'm out. But what my point is, you said that the big leagues are going to get bigger and the smaller leagues are going to get smaller. Upper class gets more upper, I guess, and the whatever. You say it's a real pinch on the CEBLs, the WHLs. If I made a CFL, I saw the photos of the stadiums on the weekend. You think that's where we're going as a society. Do you want to, we got about a minute before we got a break. Uh, do you want to of tackle course. that now or after the break? Take oh, a minute, well, go. We can, 
Okay, it's it is. I mean, that's just where our society is. We when the best is available, we're going to choose the best, right? Now, I mean, if you have a choice, you're going to get an iPhone rather than a no name whatever, you know, LG phone or not that it's no name, but you know what I mean? The best is available. When TV started becoming more available, we stopped listening to the radio. We have a choice. The content was different. Still served two different people, but we're going to watch the television because it's more accessible. We're going to watch the bigger leagues because they're more accessible than they ever have. And when we have a choice, which now we have a choice, we're going to consume the bigger pro leagues than we are the smaller leagues. So the big's going to get bigger. The small is going to get smaller. Well, it seems that way. I mean, coming out of COVID, the NFL signed a $10 billion, if I'm correct on the numbers, per year television deal. And I just, I look for one game. If you want to take your friend, your partner, whatever, to one go one other game, six grand. And I'm sitting here going, I could buy Pat season tickets, Ryder season tickets, Red Sox season tickets, everybody season tickets, Rush season tickets, Rattler season tickets. I could buy them all for one other game. One! And yet they still want to do it. Anyways, We'll kick that around and more when we come back. And on the way, Jason Greger from TSN 1260 Edmonton to preview this Avs Order series. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live streaming on YouTube every day, YouTube Live, and streaming 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. By the way, the Beach Boys coming to Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Catch the West Coast Beach vibes with one of the most influential rock and roll bands of all time. The Beach Boys dance and sing along to the best hits of the iconic brand for one night only. July 28th, my brother's birthday at the Gray Eagle Event Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca, but it was almost sold out a couple of months ago, so I can't think there's too many tickets left. And by the way, it is Taco Tuesday, $2 tacos, and Taco Time wants you to know they're not tater tots, they're Mexi fries. Although I still haven't seen them in the same room together, tater tots and Mexi fries, so we're going to have to prove that ourselves, Moose, as we bring uh, the Moose in now, Darren Moose DuPont from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. So, yeah, we were just getting rolling on that topic. I'm sorry to rush it before the break. Um, again, it's game day in the CFL on TSN tonight. It is uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I've got the Blue Bombers picked to handily win the game because they'll be bringing all their vets, riders sitting most of their stars. I'm not really going to go out on the limb and even make a score wager. I just think that they'll win handily. What do you think is going to happen tonight in that uh, the um, you know what preseason opener for Canada's team. I think it'll be a tight game. I, not a really tight back and forth game. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I, I don't. I think you know it's so unpredictable with these preseason games and when you get rookies in and young players in and how much your vet's going to play. I think it'll be a ten point game. Um, yeah, I, it's hard to get into who's going to win. I, I would imagine Winnipeg would. They're the defending champs. So how do you not pick them? Yeah, well, when you say a 10-point game, I'm with you. A double-digit win. How about that? Okay. Um, yep. From Chad C. 
right uh, from Regina writes in. He says, "Hey Rod, speaking of ticket prices, have you noticed what Brandt slash the Semples have done to Regina Pat's ticket prices? The Semple name alone attached to the Pat's is a deterrent from attending. Add on increased ticket prices. Me and my family of three are out." That's from Chad. Well, what he has an opinion on the owners of the Pats. Whatever, I don't. Uh, they've been nothing but great to me. However, I saw the ticket prices as well. You know that I've got seat buddies, and they're like they distributed the letter, and they're like, "Are we renewing next year?" And I'm like, "Nope, out." I had tickets last year. Too much for me. But that's just me. I'm not telling anybody not to or to. No. And actually, Rick Haglund's watching in, in, in the chat he wrote in, and he goes, for $3,000, you can get a new big screen TV. Can you not get a quality big screen TV for like $600, Darren? I think you can. Yeah, you can get a really good one for like six or 800 bucks, but, and a big one too, but three grand would get you darn near the top of the line, sucker. I mean, you watch every game in ultra 4K, 8K, HD, you name it. Um, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I went through those life lessons yesterday with my dad, and here's another one. This is from my mom. <laughs> you know, what you want and what you need are two different things. And I remember when I just finally decided to replace the 55-inch projection television that what it wasn't even HD. I've never forgiven the guy for this. He came into our house and he gave, I said, I just need a new TV. And I think the quote was like $14,000. I'm like, dude, I'm not opening a movie theater here. My last television was a 55 inch, wasn't even, it was standard definition. Like, what are you doing? And in the end, I paid like $6,000, which was way too much. And I'm sitting there in a family of five going, I can't afford this, but I'm like, well, I want to support the business. And in the end, I find out, and then the TV didn't even last longer than four years. For that amount of money, the TV should have lasted forever. And then I find out that you can get one for like a grand for the same size. Live and learn. Larry in Medicine Hat writes back regarding the sigh of relief in the NHL head office for Game 7 last night. And Larry says the sigh of relief comes from the fact that more eyeballs will be on the Rangers Lightning series. No, I understand that, but what you're saying is the head office in New York wanted the Rangers to win. If that's what you're saying. You don't need to clarify anything. Um, and again, that's where I said I'm out on all this because I'm watching no matter what. The <laughs> I'm watching no matter what. So how do you get Sally Sixpack and John Q. Public to watch. I don't know the answer to that other than creating like storylines and stuff. You know, what gets me to watch NASCAR? The fights or going live. And as I've said many times, the smell of the fuel, the burnt fuel in the air, the spaghetti straps, the taco in a bag. And it's cheap when I go to the, to the racing, the auto racing um, from Nyan, Nyan on YouTube says $3,000 TV nowadays is overkill. So, your thoughts on all of this? I guess I've been going for a while. The, yeah, I mean, there's two ways to think about it. And when it comes to which markets are going to win, 
you know, and the short-term thinking is they want New York to win because that'll get the most eyeballs on TV. But that's short-term thinking, and they're not necessarily thinking that way in the business office. Not at that level. You know, you, they're thinking they don't really care who wins because, honestly, if, color, if, if Carolina wins, that's how you develop the sport of hockey and the NHL and all these markets throughout the league. You want Columbus. You want Carolina. You want, you know, Arizona. You want these markets to win so that you can build the fan base. And that way, when you have more fans around the league, they'll watch no matter who's in the final. You know, New York is going to watch because it's a hockey market. L.A. has become a bit of a hockey market. In Minnesota, they're watching. It's a hockey market. You know, you want these teams to do well so you can build the entire fan base and have long-term success. Yeah, well, again, I go back to my buddy Thad, who may or not be watching right now, but he is uh, a Florida Panthers season ticket holder, and, and he took it hard. I mean, honestly, I turned on my U.S. phone when I was landing in Miami the other night, and I had a message from him because I hadn't had it on for a week. <clears throat> he, he's like, serious trouble here <laughs> was the, from Thad. Beauty regarding the Panthers. But he goes, most of these people, he waved at the sold-out rink in the uh, start of the Tampa series. He's like, they'll just go to South Beach and do drugs all weekend. They don't care. How about that? They went They went to the games because it was the thing to do. Um, in Canada, they sell out every game, win or lose. They just do. You know, what did Chris Jones say about the Rough Riders when he was coaching them? He goes, they fill the place, win or lose, just like home. You know, there's not a whole lot else to do. And and by the way, uh, Randy from the peg writes in and says, uh, sorry, Rod, you got burned 14,000 down to 6,000. Good story, life lesson for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, I supported a friend and <laughs> got hosed, but... Live and learn. The guy comes in at 14 grand. So that when he comes in at six grand, it seems like a smoking deal. He starts at 14, so six seems like a deal. Here's an interesting one. Troy in Cochrane, Alberta is watching on Game Plus. He says the Bombers are only bringing three projected starters. It's a battle of second, third, and fourth stringers tonight. Uh, so my mind just went a few places there. Number one, then why would I even why would I even watch the game? I don't care. I don't care who's going to win backup positions. I used to care. I mean, people are starting to finally realize that. And when I bring that up, <clears throat> I was watching um, NBC a few years ago while John Gruden was was doing color. It was a Thursday night exhibition game nationally. It was San Francisco and maybe the Oakland Raiders. It was bad, but it was in the fourth quarter and I was watching because I had some friends in the game. And by the fourth quarter, most everybody had left the stadium, uh, Levi Stadium in San Fran. And John Gruden's on the air going, I'm sorry you people need to wa have to watch this. This is awful. And you know, each team's got 100 guys dressed and the game was bad. And I'm like, uh, John, you're getting paid $10 million a year to do color. Did you want to sell the game? Like, I'd like to think, or would I would think, NFL head office in New York on Fifth Avenue. And Roger Goodell's like, yee! 
It's national TV, and here's Gruden saying, sorry, you got to see this. Was he right or wrong on that? Because to me, I would make the game tonight seem like the Super Bowl and hype it up like it's the Super Bowl. But that going in, but that's just me. Yeah. And you would do a great job at it, and, and people would tune in, and they'd be dialed into all these position battles, and that's great. On a national broadcast, you know what? I'm actually almost okay with Gruden saying it on a national broadcast. If he said that, if he said that on a broadcast that was going to, you know, locally to those fans on a radio market or a regional TV market, it would be totally crazy because there's always something to watch. Nationally, I almost get it because then when you are playing in the regular season, it makes it even more of a big deal. So you you make this audience smaller, but you're going to make the week one audience a little bit bigger. So I'm I'm okay with it on a national broadcast only. I thought it was hilarious that Gruden said that. I, I swear. <laughs> I'm sorry you got to watch this, people. This is terrible. Well, why why would I keep it on then? Yeah, you know because you Roger know what he's is say. watching and. Well, that's why I loved him. And now we don't even know who the Monday Night Football crew is. It was the Monday Night Football crew doing a Thursday night preseason game. We don't even know who the crew is anymore. Um, well, we do now. <laughs> Darren in Salt Lake City says maybe that's why they released his emails, to get him fired by the Raiders. How about that? Yeah, maybe, right? Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, it's Troy and Joe. Which is another thing, but don't get me started. Roger in Calgary. Rod, I just bought a 55-inch Hisense 4K smart TV from Costco last night for $439. And added a four-year extended warranty. Added a four-year extended warranty for $35. Total warranty is now six years. Great deal. All in just under $500. And here's the orders out here. Selling tickets for $3,000 a pop and getting it. But I'll just say one more thing, because my hockey buddy's still watching. He's loving the chat. For, for those that want to know what it's like to roll with us, and, and I put Darren in that group. We've been together really five years, Darren. We're in that luxury suite in Estevan, and these NHL guys are there, alum, current guys. And listen, we had three hours, sorry, three games a day. Do the math. That's like nine hours of hockey. And we're sitting in the suites, and to my friend that's watching and texting me, one of them was your old Notre Dame teammate, and I just I can see their face. They're leaning on the counter. They're like, "So let's talk about the Panthers. What do you? Th why do you think they got swept? So let's talk about the Golden Knights. Like, who's really running the team there? Um, let's talk about the Coyotes. Um, so are they ever going to be any good? Are they going to be the last place again? Okay, let's talk about the San Jose Sharks. So Ron Wilson stepped down. What's his legacy? <laughs> Like, all day. It's awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I just, wonder if the, I just wonder if the average person cares as much as we do. But we're the ones with the show, so I guess they do, Moose. They do. The hockey fans care. They want to go into all those things and, and talk about them. That's why the NHL Network breaks down each game for 20 minutes. They want to talk about, you know, why was that guy on the ice in that situation and what was wrong with the second team power play and you know that call breaking down a call or a coaching decision or who's going to play who's colorado going to put on connor mcdavid it's going to be nazem kadri i would hope but what's that going to look like they want to talk about all these things so i think it's it's awesome yeah i do too and i enjoy it 
It's awesome. Uh, but they also want to talk about the price of TVs, the price of tickets, <laughs> and all the rest, too. And uh, believe me, I'd be more than happy specializing in one sport and one league. But I know more than that. So that's why we have what we have. Moose, I'll see you back here for overtime. You bet. We're going to get into this Oilers Avalanche series with Jason Greger from TSN 1260 Radio in Edmonton next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. We're also live streaming on YouTube daily, 10 a.m. Mountain to noon, and 24-hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. RP Show rolls on, as do the Stanley Cup playoffs, one night after the Rangers beat Carolina 6-2 in Game 7. And they move on to face Tampa Bay. The Western Conference Final opens tonight in Denver's Ball Arena, the Avalanche home to the Edmonton Oilers. And joining us to break it down, and maybe we'll veer off on some CFL talk, too, is TSN 1260's Jason Greger. And I really appreciate the time. Jason, well, 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 I, I almost feel like you saw this coming. You certainly felt that the orders were going to take care of L.A., and they did, made him sweat a bit, and then the Flames, and now this. Uh, is this, is this, did you see this coming? Uh, no, uh, I didn't, I didn't expect them to dominate <laughs> Calgary in the fashion that they did. Like that, you know, that, that was a legit five-game series. They, you know, and, and Edmonton, you know, looked discombobulated in game one. But not that Calgary looked great either. But after that, uh, Edmonton really took over. And, um, you know, obviously, I don't think you can gift the Colorado Avalanche a, a game in a series. You know, Edmonton, I thought, in game four against L.A. didn't show up. They didn't show up in game one, but they won both series. Um, Colorado, I think, is a different beast. Uh, I don't know if you can win this series if you just give them a game away. So uh, I'm very intrigued to see how the orders will come out tonight. Uh, this should be an electrifying series, Rod. Like, you, you look at all the talent across the board on these two teams, and Obviously, it's led by McDavid and Drysaddle. Like what those two do are doing, no one's ever done before. They're the first teammates in the history of the NHL. They each have 26 points to the first two rounds of the playoffs. Uh, you're right. We'll see if that continues. And before we get into the minutiae of the matchup, let me just ask you this. The fun that you're having right now, and I know you are, does it make the decade of darkness worth it? Because you and I have been friends a long no. time. Those were some tough Rod, shows to do for a long time. Dude, I, I, I've been hosting a, a four-hour talk show since 2008, and uh, it was three hours prior to that. And so, you know, 2006 was fun. But uh, trust me, the uh, the decade of darkness at Edmonton, when when you got to report on just a team that's garbage, uh, you know, all the time, you know, it's a, it's no fun. Like, I'm, an, I'm a positive person by, uh, by nature. And so when, when you always – you can't really find many positives. Uh, when the team is consistently bad, they made a lot of mistakes year after year. So – you know what? I thought the orders would be good this year. I actually thought they would compete for their division, and, and they did. And uh, really, since Jay Woodcroft's come in, the orders have been a dominant team. Like, I, I, I've seen I, – I see Colorado as a slight favorite in this series, Rod, but not a significant one that I'm seeing. Like, I don't understand it. Um, since February 11th, the orders actually have a better record than Colorado in the regular season. They had better goals for, um, same exact same goals against. And uh, in the postseason – You've got McDavid and Drysaddle on a level they've never been at. Like, Nathan McKinnon's a pretty damn good player, and they have twice as many points as him. 
Uh, yes. So from the outside looking in, although I've watched almost all the games, I just want to put it to you. Jay Woodcroft just looks like the difference. And I'm, as you know, a huge Dave Tippett fan, but even I can't argue the coaching change. What has Woodcroft done? Well, there's a few things here. I think number one, they're like anytime the players like Dave Tippett. So when a coach gets fired because you're like the players ultimately have the biggest impact in the game, the coach can have the best system in the world, but if you don't want to implement it, you're not going to win. Um, so I think there was a little bit of guilt from the players, number one, but then Jay Woodcroft, he gets both, he gets tons of credit because he changed the orders, their four check, specifically how they defend in the neutral zone. Cause they were getting crushed. They were giving up the most scoring chances off the rush. And that's not a recipe for success. And, they managed to change that. But then, you know, don't overlook Dave Manson. I think Dave Manson's addition to the coaching staff has been monumental. And he's come in. The significant change he made was he said, okay, Nurse and CeCe, you're playing together. I'm taking Evan Bouchard off the top pair, which was smart. He's a rookie. He's not ready for those type of tough minutes. And Nurse and CeCe, under Dave Manson, Nurse played 51% of his five-on-five -five time against elite opposition. Usually, like, the best defensemen are between 36 to 40%. So it was a huge challenge, and, and Nurse excelled at it. They, he was only on the ice for three goals against in that span. And that's 38 games we're talking. So they did that. Um, Tyson Berry's flourished. Uh, you know, him and Brett Kulak have been a great pair together. And right now, due to Nar Darnell Nurse's injury, basically the three pairs, if you look at their five-on-five -five minutes, Rod, they're separated by two minutes. They're rotating pretty well. And the other thing that Jay Woodcroft has done, he, he's a really high-energy guy. Right? So I think they came in, and he's a younger coach. He's bouncing off the walls. He's very positive. You know, He's a good communicator with players. And even when guys are playing seven or eight minutes, he finds a way to make them feel part of the team. And I think that's been his biggest thing. You know, His psychological approach to the game has really resonated with this group. And then obviously, you know, Evander Kane and Brett Kulak are in now in the full, full time. And you know, the orders are healthy. So you know, lots of those factors. But yeah, you can't overlook Jay Woodcroft's, I think the biggest addition was how he changed how they defend through the neutral zone. Well, and the thing is, is I know that you know the game, and I don't know if you have discussed this on your show or not, but how would you defend against the Edmonton Oilers or try to beat the Edmonton Oilers? Like some viewers writing in and saying, Kadri needs to put McDavid through the boards. I'm not sure he could catch him, but how do you think you would stop this team right now? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I looked at the, the one regular season matchup this year when, when McKinnon and Kadri in, in Colorado when they had last change. You know, McKinnon played 50% against McDavid. It was actually the third line in Colorado. Kadri only played 349. is playing with Nikushkin and Lettinen tonight. If you want to put that line out against McDavid and Drysaddle, Jay Woodcroft will be like, thank you. I, I like Nazem Kadri as a player, but like th this adage that you can just run McDavid, like, have you, has anybody been paying attention? McDavid's right up there and hits for goodness sakes. He's he's enjoying the contact. He's 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 big and strong and he's such a good skater. He's got unbelievable balance on his feet. Like and and how often do you catch McDavid? Right? Like how often does he put himself in a vulnerable position to get hit? Right? Like it, he'll take contact all day long. Leon Drysaddle welcomes it. And so um I agree that on in theory, Nazem Kadri maybe, but I really, I'm curious about the matchup. I know McCarr and Taves are going to be the main matchup defensively tonight against McDavid, right? And McCarr is obviously, you know, an elite skater. So that, that should be a very fun matchup. But I'm curious if Jared Bettner, who's reuniting the Rant and Landeskog-McKinnon line, because he used three different combinations with none of the three in games uh, four, five, and six against the Blues, 
He's going to put them back together. If you do that and then you say, okay, well, we're going to have those guys go against Nugent Hopkins' line, okay, but then you're going to have to shut down McDavid. And right now, McDavid and Drysaddle, Rod, like they're scoring at will five on five. Like at will. Calgary was the third best defensive team in the NHL, and Drysaddle scored 17 points in five games against them. Yes, that series still makes no sense to me. And- We'll analyze it all later. It's just I keep going, Edmonton. I would go back and look at film of what the Winnipeg Jets did in the sweep last year if I was a coach trying to defend these guys, but that's really ancient history now. Lastly, the order, or the yes, Elks won their first game uh, Friday under Jones. Sorry, I do it all the time, Rod. Yeah. (laughs) In Winnipeg and Nick Arbuckle, Sean. I expected that to happen. Uh, What's your formulations on this green and gold football team here? Well, you're, Rod, you've been around the league longer than me. Preseason action, like, did the Bomber, how many starting defensive guys did they have there? Like, I, you know, I, I don't even know how you can evaluate that from Edmonton. Yeah, Arbuckle looked good uh, against a, a bunch of backup guys. So, I, honestly, I don't know, to, to be honest. Um, but I, I was interested, Trey Ford, I really believe the Elks are going to manipulate the two quarterbacks on the field maybe more than any team, right? I, I think you're going to see Trey Ford. I think you're going to see two quarterbacks sometimes lining up in the, um, in the backfield and, and you'll have one guy beside each other right and then you can decide which one we snap into I, I think it's I love that rule change by the CFL by the way I think it opens up so many more options it's literally like a video game uh, and I really like it but it's really too early to tell about the about the Elks um, I found it interesting though I think the fact that they played so many starters on offense in Winnipeg illustrates that even the head coach is unsure of what he's got offensively he needs to see more of it and uh, he loves to win and doesn't care how they do it. You, <laughs> you also True. know that. Uh, Gregor, always a pleasure. Enjoy the series, my man. Hey, Rod, no problem. One quick one about the Jets. The Orders, they tried to play defensive hockey against the Jets, and that's what crushed them. The Orders attack now. They play up-tempo attack all the time. And why wouldn't you? Like, their top six forwards, Rod, like, here's fun numbers for you. The Orders' top six forwards at 5-on-5 five five have 25 goals. Colorado's second. They have 15 you know, you go down, Tampa's top six has five goals, five on five. They're winning with great defense and they're depth guys. But right now you can't stop Edmonton's top six with Kane and McDavid and Drysaddle Hyman. If I'm Edmonton, I just roll it. And I think Colorado, they're the one team that their top line can match it. I think it should be an electrifying series. Oh, yeah. It's hard to, hard to see these 80s orders records falling. But if they win at the end of it, just because we love those guys. But I, I will see how it goes. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Rod. TSN 1260's Jason Greger. Listen to him two till six. We'll be right back with uh, overtime with the Moose after this. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, available all across Alberta and BC on Telesoptic Cable. Also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com/slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, everybody. Welcome back for Overtime. It's a proud presentation of the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the UFC and the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs. 
And also, Taco Time viewer takeover. I'll say it again. It's Taco Tuesday. That means $2 tacos all day, all night at Taco Time, hard and soft shell. Let's bring the Moose in for this always fun and popular segment. And it's been a wonderful show today, Moose. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Um, Derek McCormick is watching in Rosthern, Saskatchewan, the home of Harold Malwitz, the Hall of Fame agricultural broadcaster from CKBI Prince Albert. Derek says, hey, Rod, Winnipeg is sitting a lot of their starters tonight, including Caleros, signed Derek. Well, I got to say this. This is a big change in how CFL business is being done. Good for them. I mean, I just naturally assumed if Caleros doesn't play in the first game, he's going to play in the second game. As a matter of fact, these coaches used to play the starters for three quarters. And that's some pretty big swinging something by the Blue Bombers and their offensive coordinator, Buck Pierce, to say, we're good. And they might be good. We got a new running back in there, or at least no Andrew Harris. How do you feel about the fact that Zach Caleros doesn't even play tonight? I'm cool with it. I mean, he's proven everything he needs to prove. He's not fighting for a job, but you do want to get him ready. So you want to make sure he's ready to go and get some snaps in live action, not just in practice before you get into week one. So that'll happen in the next one. But um, I'm okay if you, you start to you really get uh, the bulk of the playing time for these rookies. Well, and, and to be honest with you, the coaches are going to do what the coaches are going to do. But what do we or did market in sports? The players. And I'll be honest with you, if Zach Caleros... Oh, wait, what? Metal Shingle guy just wrote in and said he's starting. Like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not even going to, if Zach Caleros and Cody Fajardo aren't playing, then I don't even think I'm going to turn it on. I don't want to watch a bunch of backups. But Metal, well, I don't care enough to go to the big board. Now, I was pointing out to you earlier, the Rough Riders ad for the game on their social media has got John Ryan on it. I'm like, did he sign? Last I checked, he's not even on the team. Like, what in the hell's going on? And Metal Shingle Guy also says for $14,000 regarding that quote I got for a new TV and sound system, by the way, in my home, Metal Shingle Guy says for $14,000, I hope they threw in laser eye surgery and a trip to Tahiti. Nope. I got hosed. But I also got over it. And today was literally just like picking a wound of the fact that I overpaid for a sound system that and TV, entertainment system that didn't even last four years that didn't even actually fully work when i turned it on but that's another story so you got some you got this one guy saying caleros is not not playing at all and you got another guy saying he's starting what did i say to you i try to talk cfl but the more i do the more pissed off i get so i just talk about something else like can we get our act together boys i know I know. It's where we're at, though, you know? And what are we going to... Where, where, who what is What are that? we supposed to do? The league. You know, and what are we supposed to do when we don't have the information, right? I'm sure it's You guys don't talk I'm enough sure the, CFL. I'm sure the Blue Bombers uh, tweeted it or put out their game day lineup. I know the Riders put out their game day roster. So it's out there somewhere. But again, it's game one of the conference finals in the National Hockey League too. Uh, which <laughs> I hate 
these fake parody accounts, but sometimes they're very, very funny. And there's one here called Fake Oilers GM. That's the Twitter account. <laughs> and it says, the, <laughs> it says the mind games have begun. Dave Manson just texted his son Josh and said, you're adopted. <laughs> like, How about that? <laughs> that's, he didn't actually do it, okay? It's a parody account. And I don't follow I don't follow any parody accounts, but for these stupid things come up in my timeline, and I just got a kick out of that. One minute of play, one minute of play in the RP show. Well, sometimes I wonder if these actual CFL accounts are parody accounts. Why would you put a post previewing tonight's game with a photo of a guy that's not even on the team, and the fact that he's not on the team is a sore spot with half the city you play in? I'm glad that we only got a couple minutes left. And I bet you you're really glad that we only got a couple minutes left. No. I kind of jokingly brought up Brett Lowther because he's in the poster too and he's not playing tonight. You know, um, I just thought that was funny. I mean, it's an oversight. I get it. Guys put it together really fast or girl or whoever. I've been there. I've done it. Had a spelling mistake on a, on a meme that went out today. But, I mean, the guy's not even on the roster anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm just sitting here bubbling and percolating. I think I'm going to go for a drive. Thanks, Jason Greger and Matthew Barnaby and you, Moose, our entire crew. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus. His name is Rolf. Not joking. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.